With every CBD product claiming to do something different, it's nearly impossible to decide what's best for you. Lazarus Naturals pioneered the farm-to-front-door model of transparency where they handle each step of the production process to ensure quality, potency, and consistency. Scannable labels allow you to see the test results of your hemp batch so you can be confident in the safety and quality. Visit LazarusNaturals.com today. Lazarus Naturals, committed to improving your life as well as the world around you. Not available in Idaho, Iowa, or South Dakota. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino. With cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome to Worst Year Ever, a production of iHeartRadio. Welcome to the worst year ever. We'll get through it together or not. Everything is so dumb, 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 Oh, are we are we singing, Cody? Should we just Um It's a day. Today is a day of days. Not of the weekend. But you might be listening to this on the weekend. Do people listen to our show on the weekend? Jet fuel can't melt steel beams. 9-11 was an inside job. There it is. There it is. O.J. Simpson <laughs> flew those planes into that tower. Speaking of 9-11, Gilbert Gottfried died. That's a uh, bummer. Wait, what? Yeah, he just uh, died. Just now, after a long oh, illness. Oh, yeah, you weren't here when we just 67 years news. old. Robert, can That's you, a real can bummer. You Today? Uh-huh. Can you explain why that joke is... So Gilbert Gottfried... When I people, we have a decent number of folks who are younger, who were either not born when nine eleven happens happened, or were too young to remember it. Everyone lost their mind to a degree that like is not understandable or fair. People people went completely fucking insane, and it's part of why so many terrible things were done. And there was this like fascisty religious significance lent to 9-11 and the deaths that justified just outrageous crimes across the globe. Um, and you couldn't like talk about it without referring to it like the, the crucifixion of Christ for years. It was just a really fucked up the way in which 9-11 went down in our, our collective memory. And Gilbert Gottfried, God bless him, day after 9-11 gets up and says, you know what? I got to get back to work. And he goes up on stage, does his stand up and just just jokes about 9/11 like right after the and and gets canceled for it. Doesn't work for like a decade. Um just blown out of the water, but by god, he was ahead of the curve because now we all joke about 9/11. Mhm. Mhm. It's it's the funniest thing in the world. 
Yes. Because it has to be. N- nonstop mm-hmm. laughs. Because when we took it 9/11. seriously, we killed a million people. <laughs> mm. <laughs> Cody, this hit you hard. That. Yeah, that's sad. Um, it is. It is. He was a very talented comedian. Yeah, very funny. And um, seems like a nice man. His, uh, yeah, his 9-11 stuff is very funny. His, uh, his aristocrat stuff is very funny. Oh, my God. He Wait, is the he highlight say? of the aristocrats. What does he say? What is his 9-11? What, what is his 9-11 stuff? Just a bunch of 9-11 jokes. Just a bunch of really good 9-11 jokes. I mean, you Read can find, here. if you go um, over I have, read I, have to catch, I have to catch a flight to California. I can't get yeah. a direct flight. They said they have to stop at the Empire State Building first. <laughs> um, <laughs> just one what example. a champion. <laughs> <laughs> what a hero! Um, yeah, oh, he just leaned, leaned into it. He knew he's like, I if I am if I do the worst jokes possible, then eventually people will uh, start laughing. Mm-hmm. Anyway, that's a bummer. What? How do you die? You know what else is a bummer? Uh, it, a long illness is all his family okay. said. He'd apparently been sick for quite some time. Um, what else is funny? Another Robert? bummer: a, a gunman wearing a gas mask set off a smoke bomb and shot ten people in a New York subway car. Yeah, yes. Yep. The jokes don't stop uh, coming. Yes, the yucks. Um, it this looks is still like a developing only, story, like, but yeah. Yeah. As of the moment, it's unclear if anyone died. Um, that very likely may have changed by the time you hear this episode, yeah, but hopefully yeah. not. I'm I'm looking at right now. The most recent stuff we have is. Um, five people in like critical but stable condition, and I guess six others injured by shrapnel from bullets and other sources. Who knows what that is? Sometimes bullets go through people or fragments of them break off or something. Um, hopefully, no people will die. Um, obviously, there's apparently been kind of an increase in, or at least the 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 narrative that's forming is that like crime is surging uh in in New York's public transit and you know we got to add more cops which we don't that would not have solved this and i can didn't, say that because they just added a thousand cops to the 2500 who already patrol the subways i was going to say didn't they, they have a that. massive budget yeah, they have a 10 billion dollar budget which is larger <laughs> than the military budget of the nation of ukraine if i'm not mistaken it's so uh, frustrating when they spin this around um as some sort of indictment of defund the police uh, yeah. when we have not defunded the fucking police. This there were pl- so the many p- cops in the subways, <laughs> the, and they no, didn't do anything. Well, they, they like harass vendors. and They, sur- they sure uh, harass vendors and homeless and people. People who like jump over the turnstile uh, and stuff. I did sure hear- they give what, our, our, some tickets, petty little bitch hear- tickets. One report of a cop who came on the scene and asked someone for their cell phone because his radio didn't work to call in the shooting. So, oh, good, <laughs> that's nice. Um, but yeah, I mean, look, they just added a thousand fucking officers. One of the things they promised is that there would always be an officer at like every stop. Um, mm. uh, it seems like it doesn't matter if someone's mm. going to do do a thing. Um, we don't yet know, obviously. We'll talk about Biden's made a new gun control kind of push. We don't know yet the degree to which, like, this was an illegal or illegally owned firearm or what kind of gun it was. No way to know. Um, at this stage, uh, at the moment, the uh, the perpetrator uh, who's described as a black male with a heavy build wearing a green construction type mm-hmm. vest and a hooded sweatshirt um, has not been caught. Also, that may not be the guy's description. A lot of one of the things to note is in the immediate wake of this, 
there were claims of explosive devices left behind and claims of multiple shooters, which is the case with basically every mass shooting, and it's almost never the case. There's almost never unexploded devices, and there's almost never a second shooter. But when there is a shooting, people generally who are on set generally tend to feel that like, oh my God, there was more than, there were a bunch of shooters or whatever, or it was a machine gun. Like, yeah, this I mean, anything Understandable. Like people like, people are not used to being shot at and they panic. I'm not putting any blame on them. It's just as a consumer of media, when you hear initial reports from a shooting like that, take them with a heavy grain of salt because right. every shooting I mean, any, has any shooting, yeah. yeah. I like, almost like was like, didn't suggest we even bring this up because- right. It's we like don't know the, yet. as the information comes in, yeah. At least, like, at least wait a day. Yeah, um, just we, we because, do, yeah, yeah. And it's like some of the reporting is saying that the New York City police are not investigating this as an act of terrorism. I, I found I've read other stuff that says, well, no, they think it might be. They just don't know enough yet to say if it was, which seems totally fair. You know, not not that I'm like, yeah. what, that seems <laughs> like it's reasonable to say, like, yeah, we have no idea why this happened yet. Of right. course you don't. It's just a right. guy shot people. It just, just happened. Yeah. yeah. And also, like, what's, yeah, the operating definition of terrorism. Right. I saw something mm-hmm. like, this isn't your, this isn't a case of classic terrorism. Like, so I don't, like, what How, don't how do you know? You don't anymore. know shit yet. Shut yeah. up. <laughs> like, um, maybe it is. Maybe it's well, not. Well, classic terrorism, what does that mean? Does that mean a brown, that different... I mean, Skin Probably race person. based, maybe it's religious based. I don't know what they they meant by that, but um, I don't know. Ten people shot, subway seems a little terrifying. It yeah, it sucks. It's real bad. Uh, it's, I it's definitely bad. I think we can pretty safely say it is. It's bad. Um, yeah. but nobody knows anything. One else. of the witnesses went straight to work right after. I hope they had a, I oh, hope. and Uber put surge pricing in outside of the yeah, thing. they did. Oh, what? <laughs> yeah, Lyft and oh. Uber uh, up their prices. Mm-hmm. Uh, they sure the did. They sure did. That's just fucking disgusting. Um, talk to us about uh, shadow bans and shadow guns banning shadow oh you mean ghost Sorry. ghost guns okay, ghost so guns wow Kiesel. there are again this is the like when democrats talk about guns they always get a lot wrong um which doesn't is like not I an argument did. is not an argument against policy it's just like well they don't they don't physically understand the devices that they're talking about generally and and that's so uh, first let me explain to you like what ghost guns are cuz they're actually not one thing when Biden talks about them, the specific thing that he's banned is there are kits that you can buy online that include basically what's called an eighty percent lower. So, it, like I've like I have a bunch of AR-15s, right? Um, I could take any one of my AR-15s and I could go online, or with a three D printer, I could print out pieces to put around the barrel that I could attach stuff like a scope to or a light to. Um, I could make a new stock, right? That I could I could take off the old stuff, put that stock on. That stuff's not regulated, right? A stock is not a gun. You don't have to give your background or anything. You don't have to like give your ID. You can just go buy a stock or whatever and put it on a gun, right? That makes sense. It's a piece of furniture. You can't kill somebody with a stock. But because guns are so modular and you can take pieces off of them and replace them with other pieces, the government has had to define what part of the gun is the gun, because when you buy a gun in most of the United States, discounting places like Texas where things like face-to-face sales are legal, when you buy a gun, you have to go through a background check, right? You have to fill out a form 4473. Uh, you have to say that you're not on drugs or you know a, a felon or whatever, and they do a background check to make sure some of that's true. And 
The background check system is, is also flawed, but we don't need to get into that right now. But in order to make that whole system possible, they have to define what part of the gun is the gun. And for something like an AR-15, because it varies from gun to gun, this is all very complicated, but for something like an AR-15 and for most similar modern weapons, it's a piece called the lower receiver. And the lower receiver is kind of, if you look at a picture of an AR-15, the middle piece of the gun, the bottom half of that middle piece basically, is the thing that is legally the gun. And it's basically, there's nothing in it. Like you can buy a lower receiver that is incapable of harming anyone as anything but a club. But the lower receiver is what you put a bunch of springs and the trigger into and stuff. And then you attach the upper receiver and like a barrel to that. And then you have a functional gun. But the only part of it that is a gun for the purposes of regulation is the lower receiver. Um, Some people realized because the way guns are so because gun laws are generally written by people who don't understand guns, they're, they're, they're pretty poorly written. A, a good example of this would be since the bootlegger days, sawed-off shotguns are illegal, right? Unless you get something called a tax stamp and go through a special process, you cannot have a shotgun that is shorter than a specific length. I think it's at 26 inches or something. Don't quote me on that. But there's a specific length under with a sh- which a shotgun cannot be, Right. But you can go to a store in basically any state in the nation, including California, and you can buy what is effectively a sawed-off shotgun. It is identical to a sawed-off shotgun. It functions identically to a sawed-off shotgun. But it is not legally a shotgun, and thus it is not specially regulated, and so it's just a normal gun, and you don't need an extra thing to buy it because – in the law, a, a shotgun is defined as a gun with is a weapon, a smoothbore weapon with a stock. So they just never made these with stocks. It just has a pistol grip and it's super short. So a gun that would be, if you were just to take the same weapon, but it had it was made with a stock, and you were to replace that stock with a pistol grip, you've committed a felony. But if you buy it with a pistol grip and it's only ever had a pistol grip, then it's not a shotgun and it's just a normal gun and it's fine. So again, that doesn't make any sense, right? It's very silly. So all sorts of loopholes like this exist. And the ghost guns that Biden regulated recently um, exist in this kind of gray area where people were taking lower receivers and making them, but there's like two holes in a lower, two or three holes in a lower receiver that you need to have drilled into it in order to put the pieces into it that make it into a gun. And if the lower receiver doesn't have those holes, it's not legally a gun. So companies were making what were called 80% lower receivers, which is the lower receiver with everything but those holes, and they would sell them with a parts kit and with a kit to make those holes and put them in the lower receiver to make it into a gun, and then it's effectively a gun, but you can just send it in the mail to who the fuck ever because it's not legally a gun, right? (laughs) So that's one kind of ghost gun. There's a number of – like you can also 3D print a lower receiver, and that's also technically a ghost gun in the way that like Biden defines it. Fall and what Biden's talking Biden about. Biden has not about. regulated 3D printed arms. No. no. He has specifically banned these kits that people were right. selling, right? So that's the thing that has been regulated just now. There's another thing. The ATF also released kind of a new definition of what a silencer is. We don't need to get into that. It's still like, even as a gun guy, it's unclear to me exactly what they've done because the language on this kind of stuff is often so like arcane and weird. Gun nerds are still kind of actually trying to figure out what that particularly means. But all that has been done right now is this one specific kind of thing that people call a ghost gun. You you can't sell anymore. I mean, you can still sell those kits, but they're now regulated as firearms. So people have to fill out a 4473 okay. and do a background check and stuff, right? That's all that's happened. <laughs> it's, a, it's That's all that's happened, guys. <laughs> that's a big – Yeah, that's also all. The, the, 
It's not going to do anything, I don't It's not going to do anything. <laughs> no. It's a minor gesture, which is not a bad gesture, but it's not going to do anything and it does mm. not pertain to the issue and Yeah, it's, it's not a, it's not a, I don't think is going to is likely to save any lives. Um I don't it's not something I'm hugely concerned about particularly either. Uh but it, it's also just like as the president, he has the ability to do this thing, whereas other gun control regulation, you have to – like Congress and stuff has to be involved. So this was a thing that he could do, right, in order to right. say that I'm taking sure. action on, on gun violence. you know. So that, that's why this was done. It is Because there's not re- much he can do about anything at all. Yeah, a, a, yeah a, a, as the, especially about guns because there's you know constitution yeah. and stuff. Like this was the thing he could do to say I've taken action on ghost guns because it's a thing that scares people. I don't expect it's going to have a huge impact on anything. Um, but it seems like you know, a, whatever. A, the start of because uh, again, it's midterms, right? It's midterm right, year, right? Uh, so like he's done this and also has started to speak up about gun regulation and like universal background checks, like the things that never get done. Uh, so it that, seems like I'll do I'll do this until and then it's time talk, to win an I'll do this. Talk about the things that we could do, but we just need more people uh, in Congress. And well, the election and it, you know, there's a number of things that are like uh, frustrating about this from just a pragmatic point of view, because like there's a bunch of articles coming out right now that Biden has the least support among young people of a Democratic president in like our fucking lifetimes. Mm. Um, and it, 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 it doesn't seem to be he's not they don't seem to have any idea how to fix it. Mm. And clearly, they're talking to the wrong people. Then. The, the uh, things, the I thing that young ideas. people want is like forgive student loans, give us fucking something on healthcare, literally criminalize so marijuana, and release toast. people from prison. Right? Like, and legalize you, weed is the simplest thing in the world. That's the easiest like, thing in the world. We would thing. all be excited. You don't even have More, to do anything about climate change. You get people, people psyched. who aren't even Democrats would be excited about that. Not everybody. I'm very but frustrated like, by um, all of the conversations around this and seeing what's happening. I know we've talked about it, but yeah, Democratic voters are fucking apathetic. Young people, all of us right mm-hmm. now, the real progressives, the people that want shit done, because all we've seen over the co- past couple of years is a person stepping back from his campaign promises and the de- Democratic Party incapable of winning any kind of a fight, messaging, any, and not doing or saying the right things and instead walking back. Right now, right now we are facing all this, these, these huge energy questions and instead of turning to to green energy, we're 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 you know, looking for oil in other places, releasing oil reserves. If you're going to do that, at least say also what we're going to do is invest in these technologies. Yeah. Make a case as to why we have got to to stop depending on 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 foreign oil, on oil in general. How this this can't it's not sustainable. No, but there's he's a, not doing anything. He's the, not doing anything like that. He's just capitulating and for and and pretending. Like he never said it. Um, and I'm sick of it. I don't know. I don't know. Why do we keep voting for people that aren't going to do shit? Because they very accurately mm. say, well, your other choice is a guy who said he wants to murder you. Yeah. And you know. <laughs> so I, what are you yeah. going to do? I, I, and I tweeted this and like people don't necessarily agree with me, but I was just in the mountains for the weekend and I talked to a lot of conservative people who have a wide range. They care about issues or whatever. They care about climate change. They, everybody I talk to does. And I'm like, I don't know that the Republican Party ever will. But if they decided to, 
if they decided to make it a thing like, yep, we're going to make new jobs with green technology and and we're going to do this, motherfucker, everybody would vote for them because Dems won't do it. We don't Uh have the backbone. Sorry, I'm real pissed off. I was in the car for a long time thinking about this. (laughs) It's so because, again, you have, number one, these issues that are very popular among the young people the Democrats are trying to offer, one of which is at least simple. Fucking change, even if you can't get it through Congress because the Republicans decide to be dicks, you can ram Republicans for being dicks, and Biden can order the DEA to alter yes. the schedule. Like, there's shit he can do as president yes. that will at least reduce the degree to which people are getting fucked for because of pot stuff. Um Meanwhile, like he's, I don't know, this like the, the, the gun stuff, part of, part of why it's frustrating is that this is not going to deal with the problems, the very real problems of gun violence. Um, because again, there's 400 million fucking guns in this country. Uh, and you know, they're, they're, they will remain very available after this as will ghost guns. Um, but another part of the issue is just that like, as a tactical move, gun control support is the lowest it's been, uh, in, like a decade um for some for some information on like how that's changed in 2019 64% of Americans told Gallup they wanted stricter gun laws in 2021 in November 52% of Americans said they mm. wanted stricter gun laws like mm-hmm. it's it's plummeted and it's plummeted particularly among a lot of young people for a variety of reasons we don't need to make a big gun control argument here that's certainly not my intention but it's just worth noting that like this is contentious and f- not super effective and provides ammo to Republicans as opposed to do something on fucking pot, bro. It's the easiest, it's the easiest win. And you know what? You know what? It'll save more lives. If you consider Mm -hmm. people thrown in prison for years and years and years to be like a loss of life, uh, it will save more lives. Just Mm. fucking do it, bro. You know what else is going to save some more lives, Robert? (sighs) The Washington State Highway Patrol? Oh, Maybe, but these ads. Welcome to the worst year ever. We'll get through it together or not. Like many of us, you might think identity theft will never happen to you. But consider this. There's a new identity theft victim every three seconds in the U.S. That's over 15 million people by the end of this year, equal to the populations of New York, Los Angeles, and Chicago combined. Even worse, identity theft victims often don't even know they're victims. That's why LifeLock Identity Theft Protection alerts you to identity threats, even the ones that don't show up on a credit report, like data breaches, fraudulent bank transactions, loan and credit card applications, and crimes committed in your name. If your identity is stolen, your own dedicated LifeLock U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. LifeLock protects you in ways that you simply can't on your own. Join now and save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com news. That's LifeLock.com news to save up to 25%. Identity theft protection starts here. With every CBD product claiming to do something different, it's nearly impossible to decide what's best for you. Lazarus Naturals pioneered the farm-to-front-door model of transparency where they handle each step of the production process to ensure quality, potency, and consistency. Scannable labels allow you to see the test results of your hemp batch so you can be confident in the safety and quality. Visit LazarusNaturals.com today. Lazarus Naturals, committed to improving your life as well as the world around you. 
Not available in Idaho, Iowa, or South Dakota. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Everything is so dumb, 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 dumb. Oh, yeah. Dumb, 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 dumb. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Yes. Mm-hmm. We did a break. We did some talking. And we're back. We're back. We're back. Now you, now you what do you want to talk about? Davis Serini. The truth about <laughs> All right, marijuana. The violent drug. Oh, gosh. Yeah, I have been seeing there have been some very fun posts of people trying to revive pot panic. That's always a hoot. It's the um, they call it the uh, the devil's uh, gun. Yeah, there's I love it when people Mm -hmm. try to point out that like, well, you know, people have withdrawal symptoms from pot and it is addictive. It's like, yeah, motherfucker, you know what else is addictive? Fucking CrossFit. We don't throw mm. people into prison for doing it. <laughs> mm. <laughs> um, you know what's addictive? Driving too fast on your motorcycle. We don't, well, I guess you do, do throw some, some people in prison in there, shit. but it, it's whatever. Um, you, know, you know what's addictive? Like, Little uh, glowing uh, shapes and colors that you have to match up. And then yep. when they match up, you get little coins, little artificial yeah. coins, and the dings go off. And it That's says right. you did a good job. And then you play the next level and you keep going and going and going. A lot, a lot of things are addictive. Maybe right. <laughs> maybe human beings uh, can't exist without addictions to some extent. Maybe and we it's all just kind of a matter addictions. of figuring out which ones are you can continue to be a productive human being and a Boy. good member of your family yeah, are, while doing. What are good ones? What are bad? What an ones? empathetic way of looking at things, Robert. Yeah. How simple it is. <laughs> maybe that it's we fine. all maybe have a struggle and we have something that we we rely mm-hmm. on, but we yeah. shouldn't judge or um, incarcerate people. For yeah. being human. Especially, oh. yeah. Anyway. anyway. I don't know. How we how we feeling, folks? I do think that we should talk about the this, Matrix. This, the Matrix resurrections. resurrections. <laughs> who wants to, who wants to explain what we're concert. about to do? <laughs> I don't know. I, hey, folks. I haven't seen this movie. <laughs> so I, I will preface this by saying I have yet to see the the. Uh, I have. The it's a pretty sequel. fun movie. Okay. Robert's so, the only one that's seen this movie. Perfect. Uh, because I'll have questions for you throughout this. So this, <laughs> okay. I don't know if, if our listeners are aware of, there's a guy, uh, there's Leo a guy? Arini. There's a guy. Davis Serini. Is he it, also is, goes by Leo. Okay. Yeah. Uh, okay. Oh, I do. Yeah. So you might know him as, as uh, David. Uh, David M.J. Arini. Sure. Um, anyway, um, <laughs> Cody, you want to give some? You're going to give some background on this, dude. A little background, yeah. Do you, so, could, do you remember us talking about him at Cracked back in the day? Vaguely. Um, yeah. There's. He's a character. He is. Uh, he's not a character. He's an actual human being. I don't know um, about that. I don't, I don't know if I'm going to go that hard. <laughs> He's made YouTube videos in the past. I would say uh, he's like most, a decade. They for a long get time. Video views now. <laughs> um, I'm first of all blown away that. Uh, Okay, so, okay. So first of all, okay, in like 2014, okay. 2015, he's a big, big guy. Uh, not big guy. He's like he made videos about like Gamergate and he like was an early anti- prominent member feminists. of the alt right. Yeah. yeah. Um. And like he's just and it's a very like stereotypical, uh, kind of like meatheaded approach to analyzing anything, talking about anything. 
Um, he has a if you if you're familiar with H Bomber Guy, Harris has yeah. a great video on this uh, person a specifically, <laughs> a couple of them, um, where he sort of goes through his videos. And aside from pointing out that he has one skull that he moves from room to room for his so, shots, so for a little bit of ba- like context on this guy, he he looks like Anton Lavey, and he dresses like a Canadian military reenactor. Now I have to Google So he'll Anton. usually have like a leather vest and like a fucking, okay. he's a bald dude. He'll have like a, oh, a, a, yeah. a cavalry cap on or a fedora in a suit. Mm-hmm. And he's always dressed in some like obnoxious, like again, like a suit and a fedora or yeah, his like fedora leather vest guy. or whatever. Yeah. And he's he'll sit in his, in a chair that he's like posed everything in his room carefully. So he's like, like a guy who like carry on a cane when he doesn't need one. Yes. He's and he'll very sit embarrassing. And he'll, he'll sip a glass of scotch. And it's you every now and then you can see the bottle. It's like a gigant it's from a gigantic, shitty, cheap plastic bottle of terrible scotch yes. that he yes. fills with yes. ice. And he never this actually person. drinks it. Yeah, he has it's like he's a prop guy. <laughs> Um, and he really wants guy. to. He really wants to uh, emulate and uh, just sort of project this idea I, of like. I feel hit- like he's like a theater geek guy that, or like like it was never allowed little, to. He just wants to. He wants exactly. to exactly project his idea of masculinity. Um, if you imagine, like it's a a lo-fi version of I think like a, a Prager U or like a Daily Wire like roundtable discussion where like everyone's in a leather chair. And there's uh, everyone's wearing like their smoking jackets and they're all pretending to like cigars. And it's just this idea <laughs> of so what they think they should look like. And it's him, but it's like really low budget. I was actually watching this originally and I was like, why are we going to talk about a 10 year old review of like the Matrix revolutions? But no, it's. About the newest one, it, uh-huh. this video came out in December of last so year. So funny! But this video looks, would have funny. been. It looks like it's ten years old. It's incredible. Like, he's um, not bought and got any new furniture or anything like that. Everything about it look, <laughs> yeah. he might have moved. It looks like um, he's got the same skull. He's still pretending to drink uh, a drink. It looks like he's drinking white Russian this time, though. Oh, good. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. And uh, smoking cigarettes in a prop kind of way. Uh, it's just very performative and funny, just aesthetically that. And he talks mm-hmm. about feminism a lot. Uh, he's like very big in like the Anita Sarkeesian days, you know, complaining about women complaining about video games and just like that kind of guy. So he has this review of the new Matrix film, The Matrix Resurrections, and he thinks it's actually pretty good, despite mm. what all of the anti-SGWs so funny. SJWs might have to say about it. <laughs> Um, so I've not seen the new Matrix yet. I want to. I'm sure it's really good. I look forward to it. I'll see it eventually. I've watched this review from start to finish. Uh, I know he's wrong about so many things he says. I will have questions to follow up, having mm-hmm. not seen the movie. But uh, so if you could help me out out with that, Robert, sure. As you have now, seen Cody, it. why are we talking about this bad film review with 250 views from a fascist who the reason? Th- so this guy, the thing that brought him to prominence, there's a woman named Anita Sarkeesian who did video game reviews from like a feminist perspective, and it got a bunch of people very angry and. Their anger wound up playing a role in the election of Donald Trump. It's a stupid story. It's, it's Gamergate really, shit. It's dumb. Davis Arini and this other guy who I I don't want to name because I'm kind of worried that he's uh, 
will hurt himself. Um, mm. Wound up crowdfunding a documentary called The Sarkeesian Effect, where they got like tens of thousands of dollars to try to make a documentary that's supposed to be like showing the dark, evil sides of this, like the sinister reality of this lady who is again like talking about video games on the internet. Um, and then it, they, they never really made it because they immediately had a fight and spent the money on cars and released like (laughs) the shittiest, like it's, it's it's all very funny, but he was kind of in the era before the alt-right really got formed. He was fairly prominent. And then H bomber guy did a video laughing at the fact that he was very like pointedly posing the same toy skull behind himself in every shot where he would like do a monologue. Um, and it was it was such a good own that he disappeared. He just it, he got torpedoed off of the internet. It's extremely funny the it's degree to which funny. he just got blown out of the water. And now after 10 straight years of making <laughs> videos and writing articles and shit, his his shit gets like 200 something views. It's just incredibly funny. It's a beautiful um, sight to see. Uh, again, that, and again it looks like it was made 10 years ago. It does. I don't it, I don't know like how oh, that's Cody, even possible. You and it's also one seen... shot which I love. It's one <laughs> it, it's like one shot for 30 is. minutes. Yeah, like good fellas. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. Like, like good fellas. Thank you. I mean, <sighs> we make a show that's primarily one shot, but we have we cut to things. Mm-hmm. We you cut do. to things. We also like. We also have a puppet. Yeah, got it. Plot. Bought a, cam- bought a camera. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> yeah. Prepare. <laughs> uh, do some research, like minimal research. There's a section in this. Uh, where Cody, you, like, I've I've drank with you. Pontificates on <laughs> what the director might think about stuff. Like, You're capable of of handling more than a tiny skip of sip of scotch over the course of an hour and a half. You know what? I really am. It's oh my god! It's so funny to watch him pretend to drink. Um, he was a a pioneer of a kind of content near and dear to my heart, which is when a right wing shithead sits in their car with a glass of scotch and a cigarette mm-hmm. and smokes in their car while complaining about a movie. It's so he was good. Groundbreaking in that field. <laughs> it's still art. It still gets me. It's still mm-hmm. still. You know, they're still playing the hits and we appreciate them for it. Now, is there any real pragmatic reason for us to be talking about Davis Arini? Absolutely not. Why, why but it can't be? hurt why anything. Do why do he's one? had his stab at being a prominent right wing influencer and he failed because he's just too silly. So it's sometimes fun to laugh at him. I miss laughing at these guys. And he's you like might... the, the last me- member of an era where like it was fun to laugh at them because they there was no chance of them actually really hurting people and i don't think davis is capable of hurting anyone anymore yeah there's that's the Other thing about the this video close too to him, but whatever like right yeah. um but the, the, this video in particular it's it's mostly innocuous and only funny mm-hmm. uh there's some like language he uses where i'm like wait did you just say that uh, <laughs> yeah he sure but- did but like, there's no, there, there's very little. Like most of these, you know, types of guys, especially like prominent ones now, are like really pushing like very toxic, bad lies. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is just a guy watching movies wrong. <laughs> it is. Um, it's so fu- and, and, and he admits in the opening of the movie that he has for his entire adult life patterned the way he dresses off of the first Matrix movie. Which, if you see pictures of this guy, is the funniest thing it's in the world. Absolutely Harrison true. And He's I a cipher, nearly right? died when he said that. It's incredible. I <laughs> it's can't. So funny. Feel- he looks like if Anton LaVey shopped at Ross. <laughs> I feel bad for him. I do. <laughs> Oh, like, I don't. He's he's a really sweet. bad person. Yeah, like, he's I'm very sure he racist. Is. He's very sexist. Here's he he's he he's, the most famous picture of him is him sitting in a chair with his scotch that he doesn't drink and a cigarette and a t-shirt that says this is what a patriarch looks like. 
Oh boy, he's it's an, really he's, funny. He's an incredible. It's really specimen. funny. Um, oh my god, that's really it's, funny. It's also that's perfect. like it's perfect. It's this uh, again, this sort of like ten-year-old sort of like idea of a guy, and he survived somehow, and he's still yeah, he's still he's that fossil. guy. He it, and like it like if you watched this, if you didn't know who he was, you would think this guy's doing a bit. This is like a funny bit mm-hmm. about this type of guy from 10 years ago. Mm-hmm. It's just a joke um, I don't quite get. But right. No. <laughs> like, I, I don't know the source material, maybe, but there's like clearly a satire going on. No, it's a real guy. And this is these are his real thoughts. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I don't know. I don't even know where to start because this is it's such a funny. There's so many misinterpretations of this movie again that I haven't even seen. Um, uh. <laughs> there are complaints he makes in this in this video. Throughout the whole thing, it's fascinating because he's complain he complains about people's false readings of the Matrix mm-hmm. trilogy. And there's this like talking about how like you you put your own like opinion on it, uh, which like hey man, watch your own review real quick. But uh, complain like you know people like oh thinking about like capitalism and like uh, commodification of X and Y and and he sort he doesn't. Talk about the trans of it all, which is interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, but in At the very that, end, he talks a little bit about. He gets Lana into it a little bit, yeah. um, which is the the really dicey stuff, I would say. Yes. Um, but uh, but honestly, it, even then, not that bad for a fascist today. Right. Yeah. It was like I was like wh- wh- one thing he said made me go like, oh man, really? And then I was like, I guess it's not it's not worse than what other more prominent people say publicly. No. Um. But uh, it's funny because he talks about this and then he, there's a brief period where he talks about how in the early 2000s there was this move towards more freedom, which is like a hilarious thing to talk about during like post during 9-11. The, yeah, the fucking like, Patriot like Act Like an incredible thing to claim mm-hmm. about the way society was moving. Uh, and then he talks about like, you know, it was also the height of these movies like like The Matrix and like and like Fight Club. And it's like, man, it was the era in which only Gilbert Gottfried stood up for liberty. That's right. Oh, that's right. That the one hero in American history. But like, talking about how like people are like putting these like fake like anti-capitalist perspectives on these movies, and then talking about Fight Club for a while is so funny (laughs) to me. There's like, there's literally a scene in that movie where they show the prices of everything in the guy's apartment, and like, so funny. He like half the movie takes place in his like soul sucking office uh, where he literally beats the shit out of his boss. And like it's just like what a weird disconnect um, to to have that. Um, And then there's a whole section where he talks about how uh, (laughs) it's incredible, actually. So he's talking about this movie and he talks about it as if it's a remake. He refers to it as a remake of Bunch, (laughs) which is very weird. Uh, and then he talks about how, like, you know, and there are all these remakes these days. And, like, you know, I understand the the pushback against this movie originally. Like, you know, there's so, so many remakes these days. And then he, as an example, he talks about the Marvel movies, which I can I understand if you're saying, like, yeah, they're a little, like, they kind of repeat themselves. And, like, it's kind of like the same sort of thing ever, over and over. They're not remakes. It's a series of movies. Um, and then he's like, but there's a recent era of remakes that I think is really, really... Uh, like proves the sort of like creative spark is alive again. And his examples are uh, the first one is Dune, which fair enough. Um, I would argue uh, 
first of all, he says he didn't see it. <laughs> so, 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 he, so he hasn't seen it yet. Um, and also claims that. Uh, well, also, like I would say, if he did see it, he probably wouldn't like it because he'd be like, "But it was—they uh, made it political or whatever." Like that would be his complaint. But he mm-hmm. hasn't seen Dune. Um, and then he says another uh, example of a really great remake these days is Ghostbusters. Not the feminist Ghostbusters, but the new Ghostbusters. Oh, the one that's which, sad for some reason? I haven't seen it. Either. I haven't Maybe seen it yet. I'm either. not going to shit on your Ghostbusters. I don't um, care if you love it. It's I'm, fine I'm if you like it, whatever. Yeah, uh, that's, it's, that's great, actually. It, this movie he had seen like and this. says it was, a, it was really, really great. Um, Good, but Davis. again, I'm, I'm but glad that's you enjoyed a thing. <laughs> not a remake, my friend. Uh, that's a sequel. It is a sequel. That one is the it's first a direct, direct sequel. Ghost, it's Ghost called sequel. Afterlife yeah. for a reason. Yeah, um, because it's a sequel. It does, to the in movie. fact, have the original characters come back to the extent that later that's on in their lives. Yeah. Um, yeah. And uh, so I thought that was interesting. And then his final example was Blade Runner, uh, which again is not a remake. It is a sequel. It says right in the title that it takes place in a year after the original movie. It's literally in the title that it's not a remake. And that's like a really specific nitpick. And I, but I just thought it was very funny. I think I would argue it's an important pivotal uh, nitpick. Just like, just like, yeah, just like not talking about remakes correctly. Also saying that (laughs) his claim is that like, uh, you know, there's like, aside from like, you know, he like talks about like, the presidents and movies in the same breath where he's like, yeah, if we had Clinton and Bush and then we had, you know, the lame duck Trump and now we've got Biden. But also we have this creative spark of movies and remakes. And it's like those thoughts don't go together. What like you and you could talk about politics and art and the connection between the two, but he doesn't. He just says that we had presidents and now we have these remakes. Um, And Uh, I would also posit that a remake directly negates your claim that there's a creative spark. If they're remaking movies, then there isn't a creative spark. And you could say that there is by citing other movies that are original movies that are good, that exist now. But he's saying that we have a creative spark in Hollywood now because of Ghostbusters Afterlife. (laughs) And I just don't know what to say to a person like that. I don't know how that person's brain exists in society. So there's two kinds of people who are profoundly wrong. There's the kinds of people who are wrong and you you have to deal with it, right? You have to either try and convince them of, that they're wrong or right. you have to deal with the consequences of their wrong. Of them being wrong, right? yeah, yeah. Yeah, politicians, cops, whatever, fascists. I mean, some fascists. Pundits. But every now kinda, and yeah. then you get and, – and David Serini is a fascist, but he's someone where it doesn't matter that he's wrong. Like, he's incapable of being taken seriously, even by the people on his side. And we can right. just we can just marvel at what a what a weird goblin he is. It's and I so, love it. I love it. I, nom, 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 nom. I can't get enough. I, I Completely. It's delicious. I like the, watching this entire thing. Again, I've not seen the new movie. And mm. I'm like, well, that's hilariously wrong. Well, that's a gross misreading of the movie that I haven't seen yet. Like, it's so obvious. It is, it is really funny because the question I keep having is he's like trying to analyze this movie in a way that number one makes it really clear, oh, you've never read or listened to a single thing that any of the Wachowskis have said about it. Mm. But also, you've never liked, 
you've never like looked at the movie and and just like looked at the things that are on set, like the the copies of the books in Neo's office, be like, oh, I wonder if that like might have anything to do with like the stuff. No. Like for somebody who's obsessed with these movies, he's I don't think he's he's never had a real thought in his head about them, other than no. they're cool, they're neat. No, they they're, um, they're cool and they're neat, and they uh, and that, that's so but, funny. But, but most cut, importantly, that's not, that's not they bad reaffirm if, his priors, right? Like it's just like I can yeah. I can push my view through yeah. this movie. It, hey boys, uh, I hate yes. for my only interjection to be such a buzzkill, <laughs> but it's time for an ad break. Mm. Hold you that know, thought, Robert. You because... know what Davis Arini will never have is sponsors. Oh, <laughs> because nobody cares God. what he has to say about anything except for people like us who want to laugh about it. Well, he's just so against, uh, or f- I guess for the capitalization or commodification of, okay. or he's against it. It's he's unclear. It's really we're unclear. We're going to an ad break now. Capitalism, but yeah. <laughs> the important thing is that we're going to an ad break now. Mm. Welcome to the worst year ever. We'll get through together or not. With every CBD product claiming to do something different, it's nearly impossible to decide what's best for you. Lazarus Naturals pioneered the farm-to-front-door model of transparency where they handle each step of the production process to ensure quality, potency, and consistency. Scannable labels allow you to see the test results of your hemp batch so you can be confident in the safety and quality. Visit LazarusNaturals.com today. Lazarus Naturals, committed to improving your life as well as the world around you. Not available in Idaho, Iowa, or South Dakota. Hey everyone, it's Ted from Consumer Cellular, the guy in the orange sweater, and this is your wake-up call. If you're paying too much for wireless service, you don't have to keep having that nightmare. Consumer Cellular has the same fast, reliable coverage as the leading carriers for less. And for a limited time, new customers receive their second month free when they sign up and use promo code MONTHFREE by May 31st. So why keep spending more than you have to? Seriously, wake up and call 1-888-FREEDOM or visit ConsumerCellular.com. Taxes, fees, and other third-party charges will apply. See website for additional details. At JCPenney, fashion counts for everybody and everybody. It's spring, and with the weather changing and so many great things coming up like Mother's Day and the Wind Down Tour, I definitely need a fresh spring wardrobe for every occasion. This spring, I'm looking for that perfect flowy spring dress for Mother's Day, as well as replacing my everyday basics. That's what I love about JCPenney. They have so many stylish and comfortable options that I always find just what I'm looking for there. Spring is a feel-good season and comes in all shapes, sizes, and colors. The fashion at JCPenney is the same way. Refresh your wardrobe this spring with styles that gets you. Something to wear that fits your favorite moments of the season at prices that feel just as good. Discover brands that get you and put style and comfort first, like Worthington and Liz Claiborne for her, each in women's petite and plus sizes, and Stafford and Mutual Weave for him, style and comfort for all, even big and tall, plus even more for the whole family like Levi's and Exertion. Here, spring comes in all shapes, sizes, and colors. J.C. Penney, make everybody count. Everything is so dumb, 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 dumb. We're back from that We're break. Back. We're back from that and break. And I am back to resuming listening to you guys <laughs> talk about this. We are we are talking about the only issues that really matter, Important which enough. is laughing about this weirdo. And his bizarre <laughs> takes of and again, about a movie that again. If you think we're punching down, there's a bunch of videos of him like saying the N-word and, and being being horrible oh, yeah, to he's people a piece and of talking shit. about garbage. Jewish conspiracies. Um, he's a terrible person. Again, horrible man. Yeah. Uh, um, but just and, funny. And like, don't yeah. feel bad for him. No, don't it's make okay the mistake that laugh. I made looking at him being a drip. <laughs> He's Ugh. such a drip. <laughs> Honestly, it, I don't have. I, I couldn't watch this video. I didn't realize. I I half thought it was a joke when you sent it. 
Um, it, because it was. he was so unpleasant to look at, and I was like, we can't talk about this so, guy. Mm-hmm. And that's mean. I don't mean unpleasant to look at, like, oh, physically. I just mean no, everything I, I, that he's putting out there. It's, I don't want to watch it. It has nothing to do it. with his body. He's unpleasant no, to look no. at for the choices he's made of how to present exactly. himself. The yeah. clothing he chooses to wear. The he's, fact that he decides to always pose in front of a plastic skull while holding a glass of scotch that he doesn't drink he and doesn't repeatedly drink. smoking cigarettes in his own house. And I guess my mistake mistake was thinking that we couldn't possibly be talking about this. <laughs> oh, no, we are. Oh. We absolutely are. Oh. So I accept okay, that, and I am Katie, enjoying Katie. listening to you two talk are, about it. We are I talking about have. the shit out of this. Yeah. It's, so it's, don't let me stop you. <laughs> also, I just can't stress enough that it is uh, 30 minutes, one take, uh, him flipping through his little journal and like slowly remembering the points that he wanted to bring up and talk about. Uh, there were a few I had to pause it every once in a while to laugh uh, and to like jot something down. And every single time I would unpause it, I thought it was still paused because he mm. physically like doesn't move for periods of time when he's thinking about what he's about to say or like trying to remember. That's what, just what good TV. <laughs> That's it's, just it's good riveting. filmmaking. Riveting. He's again. He's been doing these for ten years, and he is he never learned to edit. That's like the not, thing. not like, once. Did, he I didn't had. spend ten minutes learning how to do like a cut or anything. Like download iMovie, man. It's like you it's, would think that. Like like how many views did you say he gets? Well, this one's like two hundred something. Two hundred something. You would think after doing this for so long and continuing to not have success. Um, in the you know like a successful channel would would grow your audience right you 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 would think that you would be like what can i do to make this better oh yes editing people enjoy editing yeah you know he's um he's a narcissist i think so he does have mm-hmm. to he has to have his opinion out there and he he has to portray himself as this like badass uh right wing revolutionary thought leader military historian he really wants to portray himself as like tough so he made this he's canadian um i think he lives in vegas now if i'm up on my arini but uh, he, he's canadian <laughs> your um, your your lorini so w- what before he before like gamergate happened one of the things he did before he kind of became prominent is he got a bunch of funding from the government of toronto to make a short film like it was like ten thousand dollars that they gave him. Apparently, Garrison says this is something the government of Toronto does a shitload. It's just like yeah, yeah, shotgun they do. They, out terrible art fun yeah. or art funding for which is fine. I have no problem with this, um, and I have no problem with the fact that they gave it to Davis Arini because the resulting movie is very funny. So he made a movie. It's like twenty minutes. It's called "Are You Ready?" Have you seen his movie? It it is called "Lust in the Time of Heartache." <laughs> Oh boy! <laughs> and the whole movie, the whole movie, horrible sound quality. By the way, like he doesn't know how to mic people, so it's like him giving a narration about how like fallen the modern world is, and like men and women don't know how to get along, and like women are you know shallow, and and men don't understand how to take control, and it's like him giving this like speech while walking around in a suit and a fedora past like. Groups of men and women having hackneyed conversations Wait, that you can. That's the movie. Ba- yeah. That. Well, oh. I'm getting to the movie. Ha- having hackneyed <laughs> conversations that you can barely hear because, again, he doesn't know how to mic people. And then at like the halfway point, after he's finished this rant about like 
struggling and yada, 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 like just really dull fascist bullshit. (laughs) A bunch of the men who have been like, he's been walking past on the street, attack him with ninja weapons and he pulls out size. And then it's like a 10 minute fight choreography of him with size fighting guys with swords and bats. And it's oh really God. bad. It's re- he doesn't know how to do blocking. He doesn't like he clearly hit, he clearly got the funding from Canada so he could buy a bunch of ninja weapons for himself. Uh, and he had right. to make a movie then. And it's the funniest fucking thing in the world. I... Sounds like something you make when you're like eight. Yeah, with your he's kids. like it thirty does. when he makes this thing. It's, it's so it's funny. A... It's a high school mm-hmm. uh, learning that, like, mm-hmm. oh, if I jump off this roof and I put it in reverse, it looks like I'm force jumping onto the roof. Like, it's that shit. Uh, but a 30-year-old man, apparently. <laughs> a 30-year-old man who needed the government of Canada's funding to buy a pair of size. <laughs> I, what an incredible mind. He's, he's so funny. Um, I didn't oh, know about that movie. Shit. That's amazing. It's so good. Um, now I now I can't wait to find out what he thinks about the Matrix. Uh, <laughs> I swear, I there's okay. There's two other things I needed to mention about this incredible review, uh-huh. um, and you can correct me if I'm wrong about this, as you've seen the movie and I have not. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> so, one of the main things I think that is worth discussing is well, aside from his like misunderstanding and like is like, it's constantly, he's constantly contradicting himself mm-hmm. about like what the movie is about and what like, he didn't like people misinterpreting the original to be about. Yeah. Um, which is this a very fun little disconnect to sort of see like dance around in his eyes, but he does start to talk about Lana Wachowski and how like, just because she's trans, uh, although he's, uh, he doesn't, I don't think he says she, but like, no, he says, we all know who they are and what they are. Mm-hmm. That was the one that was like, wait a second, you're disgusting. So he's talking about Lana Wachowski and how like, just because of who she is, doesn't mean that like, that's what the movie's about. Like, it doesn't mean like, that's what she's putting like into the movie. Um, like that's us playing identity politics by assuming Mm-hmm. Uh, that she thinks this, and it's just such a, a funny like thing. Because a, he's wrong here, but also he's right in that like, yeah, that's what people have been like saying. <laughs> like he talks about the Bugs character with the purple mm-hmm. hair, blue hair, whatever. It's like people say she's like the SJW character because she has blue hair, but like not everybody has blue hair is like that. It's like man, watch one of your videos from eight years ago <laughs> where that's did. all you did. Like uh... you're making like five minute like cringe compilations of people with blue hair and calling them SJWs. What do you, what is this growth? That's it's like anti growth. It's so weird to, to, to see him talk about it. Um, but uh, the important thing, and this is w- where I need you to help me out, Robert, because mm-hmm. he's talking about, because he, he makes like these passing uh, th- uh, mentions about society uh, and how this movie is about like the libs and the pandemic. Pretty sure it's made before the pandemic, but whatever. Um, and how it's like it's about like the libs and the bots and like the NPCs mm-hmm. and uh, you know you can sure you can pick your own gender or whatever but you gotta wear a mask and stuff like that and so he's like very flippant about the gender and stuff like that and then he starts talking about the movie being about the separation of man and woman 
And I assume that like part of this is about it's like Neo and Trinity and like their separation and bringing them back together. And he talks about the separation of man and woman and the yin and the yang and how like if you know when you're when you have the separation, you can be controlled. But when you have it, when there's the un there's a union between the man and the woman, uh, then th then that's when you're like you're truly free. And I, it's just like every step of the way during this review, I'm like, you're so close, man. You're so fucking close to knowing what the movie is talking about of the, like the separation of man and woman and like this union by this trans director and how if you like, like the freedom that can be gained from like rejecting this idea of like the separation between man and woman. And again, I haven't seen the movie. Maybe you can uh, speak a little more to that, but it seems like just like the most basic reading of the movie being taken and made to be like, yeah, man and a woman should be like together and married or something like Right? Am I am I am I misreading that? Am I misinterpreting what he said in the review? No, I I, I don't think you are. I think like, that's correct. <laughs> I just remember, like remember watching that and being like, "You're a little bit further." Just like talk, like, what, why are they constrained? Why like what is what is constraining them? Why do they not feel free by this dichotomy of man and woman? Like just like what what do you think talking about Davis? Um, so maybe I don't know. Maybe uh, maybe I need to watch the movie and I'll 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 get it a little that'll, better. That'll give you. A, you should watch the movie but, to gain a whole new appreciation for David Serini. Like, like, so, but like, right? Like, yeah. Like, I, I mean, the thing about Davis. So, like, some of it's that, like, okay, you could choose to do Death of the Author, right? Like, that's a perfectly valid way to look at art. Totally. Like, it doesn't totally. matter. It doesn't matter what the what the person who created it intended. What matters is like what what can be like taken away from it, right? And like my, you know, the interpretation of of, of the person watching. Like, it doesn't. I don't need to go to the. I don't need to like look up what the what the creator says about like why they made this and what it meant, like. It, Lord of the Rings can be about World War One if that's the thing that you 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 take out of it or whatever. Like it doesn't matter that Tolkien yelled about that his whole life. But if you're going to say like this is not what Lana Wachowski meant, then you do kind of have to look at what Lana Wachowski has said about the things that she's made in order like, to like yeah. I, it's it's wild. Like mm -hmm. and he's even <laughs> he even alludes to like and mm -hmm. you know maybe she said stuff about this. I don't know. You, Buddy, it's a thirty-minute video. You got to you got to Google for a second to see what this person has said about the world and like her worldview. A second, um, a, a literal just a second. second. Um, like <laughs> she's alive. You can mm -hmm. find out. Um, it's just so funny to watch that movie again that I've not seen and be like, this is about the pandemic and what I think <laughs> about mm -hmm. like. So uh, men and women and gender um, to close us out talking about Davis Arini. I just, just looked up. He's blocked me on Twitter because his profile picture used to be him on a trip to the U.S. shooting a handgun. Twitter handle. I'll take uh, a peek. At, at Arini. So his his Don't Twitter joke. used to be his profile used to be him holding a handgun. And the way he was <laughs> holding it was with like he had one hand around the gun and another hand under it. It's called a teacup grip. And it's not how you're supposed to hold a handgun. People did used to do it. It doesn't, there's a lot of reasons why it's bad. And I like pointed out, 
this was like eight years ago. I made fun of him for it because he brags about having been like a Canadian soldier. And then he went on this whole rant about that's how they, that's totally how they teach you to hold a gun in Canada. And I then pulled up a bunch of Canadian military training documents to show that he was wrong and probably lying about having been in the Canadian military. So now oh, his his profile me. picture is mm. him in a cowboy hat and he a long sure is. coat, mm. but um, in the snow, but he's, his back is turned to the camera are you seeing and, his pronouns, Katie? And you can't uh, see where his hand is, so he's either pissing or holding a gun. His pronouns are daddy, God. sir. <laughs> no one's ever called you either of those no one's things, ever, Davis. Ever. Not, not ever. Unless it is, sir, you need to leave. You're oh making a God, scene. Seriously. You can't smoke here and record your videos. He only has, not, no, I'm not follower shaming, but again, the man has 3,000 followers. He only has 500 um, on Gab. His I, I oh, just found a, a medium you, post where he apparently wrote a 7,000-word essay on uh, how our institutions are cluster B capture collapse theory. He has four followers on medium. Very funny. Again, he's dedicated his whole life to this. <laughs> that's, I guess that's the point. Is It's like, that's sad. It's, it's not. Do not feel bad, but man. No. It, it's just funny to see a fascist try really hard to have an influence on the world and completely fail because everybody thinks he's silly. It's really funny. It's just really funny. And sometimes it's nice to just laugh at that, to just laugh at he's a terrible person failing. Just failing in like, in like the silliest way too. Like just wrong about everything. <laughs> yeah. And, and like half of it's like horrendous stuff and the other half is like, well, you're just a silly man. Mm-hmm. You're just a silly, silly man. But the important thing is that the creative spark is back in Hollywood now that they made yeah, the Ghostbusters sequel. <laughs> very questionable things. Oh yeah, no, he's a oh he's a he's a horrible beyond person. Beyond questionable, person. that was a nice way of of mm-hmm. phrasing it. But um, I'm just scrolling through his media posts, and no thanks. Mm. Um. I think we've done it here today. I think we've got it. I, I think, think you guys is, did the heavy lifting, happened. but this is clearly what the people wanted was for us to talk Anybody about the news for ten minutes and then Davis Serini for forty. <laughs> Anybody that's still listening is a hero. Uh, and, and let us know what you think mm-hmm. of this book. This book. I'm, <laughs> I'm just book. I'm just glad that we finally got back to the basics, to what we wanted to do at the start of this show which is make fun of Davis Arini, a guy no one listening to this I mean, podcast how you, had heard that's of how before it was we started sold, this right? That's why we, mm-hmm. the original pitch. Yeah, we went to our bosses at iHeart and said, let me show you this fucking guy. <laughs> Eventually, <laughs> he's going to keep making videos. Yeah. <laughs> and one of them. Look, we're gonna... not going to say anything about him for a couple of years because it's not quite as funny as it's going to be if we let him have done this for a decade without any kind <laughs> the, of impact the on the world. The big reveal. He's actually been doing this for quite a while. <laughs> oh. All right. Uh, I just, Bye, just, guys. Like, go, just like, go look for the video because it mm-hmm. really does look like it was made in 2011. It's incredible. It's so funny. Say that we'll, we're taking two weeks off and then we'll be back. Yeah, we're taking know, two weeks we? off, then we'll be back. In the meantime, I don't know. Will we go look up H Bomber guys' videos about Davis Serini? <laughs> Definitely do that. Yeah, look like it's just it's such a beautiful, uh, amazing, hilarious primer to it's this so funny. human being. <laughs> I'm gonna do that while I'm sending these files to Daniel. Do it. That's great. You know what else? What? 
Bye. Worst Year Ever is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. With every CBD product claiming to do something different, it's nearly impossible to decide what's best for you. Lazarus Naturals pioneered the farm-to-front-door model of transparency where they handle each step of the production process to ensure quality, potency, and consistency. Scannable labels allow you to see the test results of your hemp batch so you can be confident in the safety and quality. Visit LazarusNaturals.com today. Lazarus Naturals, committed to improving your life as well as the world around you. Not available in Idaho, Iowa, or South Dakota. Ready? Okay. Give me a beach. Beach. Give me great food. Tacos. Give me adventure. Hiking. Give me a date night. Sunset cruise. Give me some smiles. Cheese. Give me more beaches. Beaches. What's that spell? San Diego. If you're happy and you know it, San Diego is the place to show it. Book your trip at san diego.org. Funded in part with the City of San Diego Tourism Marketing District Assessment Funds. What's up, y'all? Janice Torres here. And I'm Austin Hankwitz. We're the hosts of Mind the Business, Small Business Success Stories, a podcast presented by iHeartRadio's Ruby Studios and Intuit QuickBooks. Join us as we speak with small business owners about the tools they use to turn their ideas into success. From finding that initial spark of entrepreneurship to organizing payments and invoices, we've got you covered. So follow and listen to Mind the Business, Small Business Success Stories on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts.